I am now on Kofi.com, which is a platform that is completely free um, for myself as a podcaster to accept donations, basically. So very, very small donations, as if you were buying me a drink. Um, I think you can donate £4 or you can make up your own donations. Obviously, this takes quite a lot of time, quite a lot of effort, and I love doing it. But sometimes you need a little bit of a financial... uh, what's the word, like a crutch, I suppose. Um, I'm not expecting to make millions and millions of pounds from this, but it would be really awesome if someone could um, sort of help me along the way, I suppose. Obviously, all the money that I earn from this podcast, I put straight back into the podcast, or I actually buy stuff from my sponsors. Um, So yeah, if you fancy that, then it's ko-fi.com. So ko com forward slash Absolute Bedlam Podcast. And only donate if you can donate. Only donate what you can and if you can. I can't express that enough. Um, don't try to give me too much and then ruin yourself financially. That's not what this is about. This is just about me keeping the, uh, the steam in the uh, machine, as I suppose. Yeah, enough waffling. Here's the episode. Archie Soul Male Grooming. My main sponsor for Absolute Bedlam Podcast. I have been with Archie Soul since I think April last year, and it's been such a good experience for me to go a bit back and forth with Mark. Um, give him some ideas he gives me some ideas for the podcast in return and it's a really nice relationship that I have with him I'm very very grateful to um, get loads and loads of free samples from him and help grow his uh, company at the same time so it's a nice little natural thing that we're doing I've got some notes here, two seconds so Archie Soul Men was created to bring some of the finest men's grooming products from around the world to the men of the UK. Not male models, not Instagram filters, just the everyday bloke. We do not sell ordinary, we sell outstanding products made by craftsmen who care, and these products really do work. Products that will make you feel great at work and at play clean and fresh with every use so archiesoul.com is their website free shipping orders over 25 pounds get free shipping no quibble 30 days return guaranteed all dispatch from the uk and an array of excellent five-star customer reviews on their website for you to have a look at if you want us based products archiesoul does the rest right here from the uk let them do the heavy lifting for you Code BEDLAM2022 will get you 20% off your total order, except for leather bags and razors. Some of the products include Duke Cannon, Anthony, Walton Wood Farm, Ace High, Darwin's Grooming. Just absolutely incredible products, incredible companies. Just check them out. They're incredible, like I say. (laughs) I've said it three times. Beard oil, shower gel deodorant, wallets, beard combs, notepads, leather bags, anything you want for all the males out there to feel a little bit more special. 
No plastic, no problem, just a cardboard box for the goodies and environmentally friendly packaging for all of the safe transit. The shipping, like I've mentioned before, is incredible. I order stuff on Tuesday and I get it on Thursday. You can't ask for more than that, really. Uh, their website is on Shopify, so it's got all the latest payment options available. So yeah, look good, feel great. Archie Soul Male Grooming. Right, enjoy the episode and see you later. Hello and welcome to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. I am here tonight. Fancy something a bit different. So this is the first episode I've ever done, which is about alcohol and it's about vodka. So a bit of variety here on Absolute Bedlam as always. I have with me Hugh Lambert who is the founder of Shanty Spirit. How's it going, Hugh? Are you well? Hi, Ben. Nice to meet you again. Uh, Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Very good, Good. thank you. Fantastic. So I haven't actually met you in the real world, and I'm very aware of that, but I did meet your team at Bournemouth Airshow last year. Uh I thought you had a very... Did you have a drink? Did you have a cocktail? Didn't have a cocktail because I was driving. I was very, very tempted, though, and I liked the look of your bottle. I've got one here. Try to be prepared over here at Absolute Bedlam. There oh, he is. You. you notice notice <laughs> that it's quite low. <laughs> <laughs> Good but, yeah. as it should be. That's it. I've got your infographic thing as well with all your cocktail ideas and all that sort of stuff. Uh-huh. I have been drinking it with Coke quite a lot. I'm, uh, I'm not that upmarket that I can afford ginger beer and wedges of lime and stuff like that but i have been enjoying what i've had um mostly so new year's try, eve just, just try it on ice on yeah. Its own. yeah yeah still got so a little bit left lime or something there we go so hugh how did this all start uh well, it feels like a very long time ago now actually uh i suppose um uh I, uh, I was kind of closely connected to a gin brand, a local gin brand. Um, and until then, I didn't really understand that gin is essentially flavoured vodka. Mm. Um, but everybody was making gin. And yeah. I've never been a huge fan of gin, I think, because I don't particularly like juniper. Uh, and gin is obviously juniper distilled in vodka, and then you can put any other botanicals you like with it, and it still becomes a gin, it's still in the gin category. But to me, there was an opportunity there, considering vodka as a blank canvas, essentially, for botanicals, to use a different set of botanicals than you'd find in a gin. Uh, Still complex, still interesting, appealing to the gin market because they like the kind of nuances of those spirits with lots going on in them um but also appealing to the vodka market as well because it's not a gin it was offering a slightly different flavor profile well a very different flavor profile so yeah uh, so that was the starting point for me uh, and at the same time i used to work in tv uh, as a cameraman director of photography uh, and i was working with a guy called roger phillips who uh, unfortunately is no longer with us oh man uh, he passed away last year um, but he was a lovely man uh, in his 80s, and he wrote Wild Food, which mm. he wrote 30 years ago, uh, mm. which is a kind of forager's bible. 
Uh, he's regarded as kind of, you know, the top dog in the foraging world. He's brought out 30 books, I think, since then. Um, and he introduced me to seaweed and I kind of just really loved the basty flavours of seaweed. And I thought to myself, well, if I can base the spirit around that, it's going to add new, complex, interesting umami flavours to cocktails uh, and with, you know, some standard serves and mixes as well. So it's actually very versatile, more versatile than we intended originally. So. Yep. That was the starting point. So I spent two years distilling nothing but seaweed, yeah. uh, trying to find all the different seaweeds from around the UK. The vast majority, like 90-something percent within the intertidal zone, uh, are safe to eat. They don't all taste good. Um, so I, I set about, there was no blueprint for this, so I set about distilling all of them that I could find find the best ones. I didn't want to just use one because they do offer different things between the brown, the red and the green um, <clears throat> and the different species. Uh, distilled them all. Some were revolting and ended up, you know, tasting like smelly socks. Uh, but a really select few of them were absolutely amazing. Um, and uh, so we've got a combination of five different seaweeds in the product that we used. Fantastic. So what does it take for a company to not only survive in this current ecosystem, but thrive during something like COVID? Oh, well, we launched just before COVID, actually. I conceived the idea kind of long before COVID, but uh, we were just getting going. We actually uh, went to Weymouth Seafood Festival mm -hmm. uh, with a white label product. The bottle wasn't finished at the time. Mm -hmm. um, just to see what the public thought of it. Mm. Uh, and then it was really well received uh, and then COVID hit us. So we kind of had planned 2020 to be all about customer facing, talking to the public, getting out to all the food festivals and the markets and everything else and, and kind of introducing the brand to people and, and the concept of the drink. Um, so that scuppered us really. And the other key kind of industry obviously that we're interested in is hospitality um yeah and yeah and and, and retail so uh it was a little bit uh of a false start um saying that it was a good time there's lots of other things to do during covid mm. you know we we started sort of looking into the social media side of things mm -hmm. trying to get to grips with that mm -hmm. uh me being 50 this year, you know, social media doesn't come naturally to me. It's not something that I've been massively active in, but uh, obviously it's a great platform for us. Uh, so I needed to kind of get to grips with that. So yeah. it was a good time to do that, you know, get some online sales, which we did have some online sales through that period um, and, and kind of regroup uh, yeah. and, and uh, bolster ourselves digitally through, through yeah. that. Fantastic. Yeah, your Instagram profile is very, very good. Um, there are companies a similar size to you that don't fully grasp, you know, what you've done. Um, so yeah, just looking at your profile, you've got nearly 2000 followers. So if anyone out there yeah. fancies looking at some lovely botanical vodka, then give them a follow. And um, yeah, you've posted pretty consistently and you've obviously done a podcast in the past which i was listening to again earlier which was yeah i'm sorry someone else had my podcast cherry that's all right 
Um, was it Heroes of Hospitality or Humans of Hospitality? Humans of Hospitality with the yeah. lovely guy Mark Cribb, who uh, has kind of several restaurants in the Bournemouth area, mm. one right on the beach down by Boscombe Pier in Bournemouth, uh, yeah. and, and some other great venues. So, mm. um, yeah, he took it upon himself to do that with his time in COVID. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, that went, that's been really helpful. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. Do you still speak to him? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm still in contact with him. Awesome. Yeah. Cool, cool. Just rewinding slightly, um, life as a cameraman for 25 years, did mm-hmm. you find a lot of that was driving and travel lodges? And like, I think you, you mentioned in that podcast that I've just mentioned, it was a very single life and it was quite isolating. It is a single life in, in as much as that, generally speaking, I was a documentary cameraman in the main. Uh, that's why I got into it. So a lot of foreign travel, went to a lot of amazing places. And, you know, you're part of a small team um, as a crew member. Uh, but yes, moving around a lot, living in lots of hotels. I uh, had my first daughter and then I couldn't do that anymore. So I ended up filming things like Come Dine With Me and Scrappy Challenge mm. and things like that for 10 years. Yeah, um, which wasn't really what I got into it for. Paid the bills, um, but it got a bit tedious in the end. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I wasn't really able to be a present father. Um, yeah, which was kind of you know more important to me at the time. So I was yeah. always looking for something else to do. Tried a couple of things, uh, and then really followed my heart with Shanty because I've got an absolute love for the coast. I've lived near the coast most of my life. Yeah, uh, if I plot a route of my travels over time and I could kind of take a bird's eye view on it I realized that actually I spend all of my time next to the coast where I feel settled Mm. um so the opportunity to have a brand that was all about that and I'm not alone you know a lot of people love the coast there's no there's a reason why property on the coast is you know 10 times what it is inland um and and people really kind of uh you know can align with that um and I can really enjoy playing with the brand, bringing out products that are directly connected to, you know, that kind of environment that I'm very passionate about. Yeah, definitely. Well, I've lived on the coast for 32 years now. I've always lived in Weymouth. And I think on your website, you describe it as quite magnetic. And I couldn't agree more. There's people that have tried to move to London and Bristol, and they've always ended up coming back to Dorset in some capacity even if it's just for a year or so, and then they head back into the city life. But um, it's very drawing, isn't it? And very tranquil. And I kind of take this place for granted sometimes. I, I do like to walk along the seaside and take it in, you know. Yeah, it kind of centres you, doesn't it? Definitely, yeah. It gives you a bit of reflective. Yeah, it's fantastic. Love it. So what have we got here? So I've got a question. It's from my friend Jim, who is an avid listener of Absolute Bedlam. If it's music, if it's music, if it's fitness, if it's video games, if it's vodka, Jim is asking the questions. So how do you make alcohol stronger? Is there a different process to the standard? Because you see all these like special reserve whiskies and stuff like that. Is it the same with Shanty? Uh, Well, actually, it works in reverse. So, you know, you, you get vodka at about sort of 96% ABV, uh, yeah. which you wouldn't really want to drink. Yeah. Um, and you cut it with water. 
So, you know, that's how you can be so precise with the ABV of a drink, uh, because you're diluting it. All uh, right. Okay. I did not know that. There we go, people. Write that down. Um, and I've got a question from my girlfriend, Hannah, which is the size of your batches. It's a very specific question. Um, during the start of Shanti, what was the average sort of order batch that you got? compared to nowadays sort of how have you gone through That's time question. so yeah. originally we outsourced everything to a distillery in scotland called strathern um and they so i created the product i did the distillation at home i invented the recipe i then took it to them to fine tune and the guy that i worked with was the a distiller at brewdog so mm. he's got some pedigree um and he was very excited to be working with kind of you know new and exciting botanicals and flavors um and they did the whole lot so they they distilled it they bottled it and i just got down sent sent down cases of the product yeah um so at that point it was more of a marketing job for me really once yeah. i created the recipe and the product mm. it then switched over to sales and marketing yeah. Um, and, you know, very small amounts initially, which was why I went to Strata. And that was one of the key reasons, because they said they could offer me anything from 20 litres, uh, you know, through to 100,000 litres, uh, if I wanted in a year kind of thing. So uh, it was very versatile. You know, I didn't have massive uh, minimum order quantities on that. Yeah. So I could test, test the waters. So we, so first first uh, out for us as i say was Wayman seafood festival we took an all we took 100 bottles mm -hmm. pre-order in two days mm -hmm. uh, without the bottle there so i think that was really good and also yeah. people had to wait a couple of months to get it mm -hmm. so people were patient enough to get it uh trusting enough that we were going to send it yeah. um and and those were the sort of size of batches so you know 100 bottles at a time you know that kind of thing uh Right. Now, towards sort of Christmas of last year, you know, we were looking at 400 litres a week. Jesus. Very good. Well done. <laughs> it's a testament to yourself and your uh, your drive and your team. Well done. Um, seafood Festival. Yeah. So this place, Weymouth, can't handle the Seafood Festival. The population explodes and then it suddenly teepers off at sort of Sunday evening everyone gets their car spaces back to park in town and stuff um how did you find seafood festival overall did you find it very, well, very it, it was absolutely chocker yeah um you know and I don't know Weymouth that well and obviously we were kind of you know confined to our three by three meter space yeah yeah uh, I, I did go for a little bit of a wonder I like yeah. the vibe um to be honest uh, I didn't. I didn't go to the one last year where they held it in the Pavilion car park. Yeah, but I think I probably would have preferred year one around yeah. the town. Mm. I think it just had a bit more of a buzz. It wasn't ticketed. Mm. It was open. Uh, anyone could come. Yes, okay, that had its problems. Yeah, um, you know, but it felt like the town had come alive, mm. uh, and and it can only benefit from that generally speaking I yeah think, as long as law, law enforcement is on hand yeah yeah and people pick their rubbish up <laughs> but i do yeah. i do see you around town um in terms of shanty 
Um, I saw you at Lyme Regis the other day in a in a on a shelf. I think I might have messaged you about that. And um, it gives you a sense of sort of pride. I think Mark in the hospitality podcast mentions, you know, it's one thing to visualize it and have a dream. And then you actually get, like, you know, a physical product and you see it being sold in shops. And it's quite a, a nice feeling, I imagine, to actually go through that entire process. It is quite a buzz. I mean, you know, it is it is your baby. You put your heart and soul into it. And it takes, you know, in this case, it took four years to kind of develop it and the brand and the products and everything else before we released it. So there's a lot of time to invest, a lot of money to invest. And really the only kind of... Um, uh, the only the only direction you can take is whether or not you love it and, and then yeah. you just hope somebody else does as well yeah you know uh and you hope you hit the mark for other people as, as well as yourself so definitely um, yeah that's a risk um, yeah if you're not doing that you're not really being true to yourself or true mm. to the product so yeah definitely. as far as i'm concerned it's the only route you can take really yeah you just have to be like fully in it and passionate and yeah, yeah fantastic cool so this is probably a bit of a crazy question but that's never stopped me before so where is your company now in the grand scheme of things and what do you see shanty trying to do this year now that covid's kind of on the way out what's your goal so last year we hammered events we concentrated on events yeah uh, we really needed to kind of meet people get liquid on lips Mm-hmm. Uh, and and let people try it because it's very hard to explain a flavour. You're getting wax lyrical about it, but mm. actually, until it comes down to tasting it itself, then uh, you know, yeah, it's a hard push. Um, yeah. So this, you know, having done that this year, we're going to carry on doing the events, but we're also going to move back to sort of looking at hospitality and retail and sort of structure a sales team. Yep. Uh, I've been operating in my house here um and kind of uh, we moved from buying the whole product finished product from strathern uh to just getting kind of vats of of the product and bottling it ourselves here uh wax, wax dipping the tops of it and stamping yep. it all by hand and everything else yeah uh, so so we were kind of moved to production last year anyway mm-hmm. uh, which was good because it gave us more autonomy and we could respond to the market quicker mm-hmm. uh doing it ourselves um so this year we're going to carry on with all of that um yep. expand and do more events mm-hmm. take on some team members mm-hmm. um and uh, and i've also got a new uh we've relocated down to from from the house to pool key so we've got a warehouse down there where we're setting up operations down there so we're going to get production cool. in there uh, we're going to get a still in there. Uh, we're going to get some staff and we're going to start really pushing it this year. So, um, yeah. yeah, so it's exciting times. Uh, yeah, nice. yeah. And you're based in Bournemouth, is that right? In Pool. Pool. So Pool Key is ideal for you then, isn't it? Yeah, so we're walking distance from Pool Key. So, That's you know, it. the idea is essentially to open up one side of, of, of the warehouse and have it as a bottle shop. Yeah, uh, you know that kind of thing or you can come and have a drink there mm-hmm. um obviously it's all work in progress at the moment but yeah, that's, yeah. that that's the dream so it's an ideal yeah. location for us we're 10 meters from the water's edge mm-hmm. you know so you can smell the sea from where we are you can hear the seagulls you can walk it you can walk to the key as i said so yeah it's a brilliant location we're really yeah. lucky to have it 
Yeah, I think last time I spoke to you, you weren't quite sure on your warehouse. So it's nice to see that that's come along since we spoke last. So yeah, that's all happened. Sky's the limit. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to quickly move on to the label. So this is the thing that I think catches most people's eyes is the the artwork. And I think you mentioned in the previous interview that you did that all of the seaweed is actually what goes into the product. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. So, right. so we've got, as I say, five different types of seaweed. Oh, excuse me, I've got a frog. That's okay. <sighs> no problem. So yeah, five different types of seaweed in here. Yep. I've got the kelp with this big one. It's a bit difficult to see in this light. Uh, big one here, kelp. Uh, we've got pepper dulls, which is a little firecracker. Red seaweed, sort of palm-sized. And we've got yep. sea greens. And, and so, yeah, so everything's illustrated. The guy here, kind of Neptune-esque figure, Poseidon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's there um, because we give money back to cleaning and protecting the seas. That's the kind of overarching mission. That's it. That's it. Um, so uh so that's what he's there there protecting our seas uh which is essentially what everybody who buys a bottle is doing as well yeah fantastic yeah um i think when you gave me this free sample bottle to promote i don't think there was any plastic in the box or anything like that so um we've gone for for as organic and sustainable as possible even this is uh organic ceramic kiln fired glazes okay Lovely. <laughs> Sounds very posh. So it's all part of the bottle. Yeah, yeah. There's no plastic label here. It's designed to be a keeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to do a refill service through our retail outlet. Okay. So, you know, you can take your old bottle down there. Yeah. They'll, yeah. they'll collect them all for us and we'll pick them up uh, and swap them for new ones. Yeah. Fantastic. Zero waste is always the best. Love it. Yeah. Right. So I've got some slightly sillier questions but before we head into those that's good as a company and as hugh lambert how have you found covid overall uh well i i think i had covid uh christmas eve of 2019 so before it even got announced i was absolutely floored yeah uh Christmas Eve, I had to send my partner off with the kids to go and have lunch with my family whilst I just, you know, collapsed on the couch for probably yeah. two weeks, I think. Yeah. Uh, I felt awful. I, I thought I had pneumonia. I probably did have pneumonia. And I was saying to my partner, I'm going to go down to the hospital and get myself checked out because I can't breathe properly. She thought it was man flu. And yeah, the yeah. Rest of it, and the rest of it is history uh i haven't had it again um i am all jabbed up um yeah. and and uh yeah so i've been lucky my kids have had it um and uh yeah i've escaped it again so far so good did you find sort of having your distillery and your company did you find that you ended up detesting it or did you actually like you said obviously that you use the time to harvest the power of social media it can kind of go the other way sometimes if it's the only thing to do. To be honest, um, 
it was frustrating, but I'm kind of glad that we hadn't got that far into the journey at that point. Yeah, you yeah. Know, we hadn't invested. I hadn't taken on a warehouse. I didn't mm. have staff, you know, so we were very lean, me yeah. only. And, mm. and, and so it was just a question of putting the whole project on pause rather mm. than losing money left, right and centre because we'd made investment and couldn't get a return. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was a bit dull, but mm. as I said, you know, as I always say, and I say to my children, you know, only boring people get bored. You know, yeah. There's always a lot of pe- there's always a lot of stuff to do. You know, yeah. there's always a list as long as my arm of things I want to do with my time. I get so that. in that respect, it was just an opportunity to do those things. Yeah, I like that. Only boring people get bored. Yeah, I decided to do this, and I'm now nearly 95 episodes in. So uh, yeah, there, there we go. Investment of time, people. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Being so creative. Yeah, and that's, that's it. and that's something else you touched that's on it. earlier, which is as far as creativity is concerned. Someone else said to me once, you know, people who think that they're creative because they think of ideas aren't actually as creative as they think they are. Mm. It's only those people that create mm. from those ideas that are creative. Yeah, you know. So it's only yeah. by having a thought and putting it into action and following it through and giving mm. it the energy and turning it into something tangible mm. that it's truly creative. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, It takes a lot for people to actually put pen to paper, I find. Mm, yeah, just make a start. There's a lot of guitarists I know that sit at the end of their bed and then wonder why, you know, they're not famous. It's because they're not in a band. They like the idea of, do you know what I mean? Like, you've got to actually apply and... What's the expression? Put your full ass into everything. I think that's the yeah, expression. Yeah, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise it's just a thought. <laughs> that's it. So are you happy to talk about music? Yeah. Yeah. So can you remember the first gig that you ever went to? Ooh, I can. I think. Yes. <laughs> it was the cult. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, 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 at what is now the lighthouse in Paul? Can't remember what it was called then. Not that. Mm. Uh, it was a long, long time ago. Yeah. One of my first. I, love, I loved one it. Of, one of my first bands covered Wildflower. Uh huh. So yeah. Some great tunes. I revisited it all the other day. It's, yeah, yeah. Some, some, some great stuff there. Yeah, they're quite underrated. I think there's um a lot of people that just completely sweep over them because they were called the Southern Death Cult when they first started mm. which is probably a bit aggressive <laughs> but yeah she sells sanctuaries well, back, obviously Massive. yeah yeah brilliant yeah. back then i was you know i was into the kind of i was i was a bit of a goth so i was into the cure the yeah. cult i remember going to see public uh image limp uh public enemy yeah what's it called pil yeah, yeah. pil Oh, we're going back a Johnny bit. Rotten, wasn't it? Anyway, but yeah. it was, you know, that kind of thing. We, we used to be into all of that. And then I found uh, dance music. Public Image Limited. That's the one. Public there Image. we go. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and what's the most recent gig that you've been to? Ooh. So I think it's difficult with COVID as well, obviously. But... Mm. Um, to be honest, 
I think, you know, I used to live for my music and it's taken a bit of a backseat over the last few years. Yeah, of course, yeah. What, what with kids and everything else. Uh, I'm trying to think what it would have been. No, I can't remember. Yeah, it would be right. like Groove, Groove Armada or something like that. Yeah, yeah, nice. Uh, Favourite gig you've ever been to? Uh, I would put that down as, this has been back some as well, but it would be Prince at the NEC. Nice. We took Hell a yeah. two-day road trip in my old beaten-up Bay Window V-Dub camper van. Yeah. It took us a day to get there and a day to get back. We camped in some farmer's field and got kicked out in the morning, but the, the gig was just amazing. I think we turned up 10 minutes late, so mm. we were a bit cutted for that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. That and uh, Lenny Kravitz, kind of mm. small, intimate gig when he had just brought out Let Love Rule. Yeah. Amazing. Love a bit of Prince. Um, Favourite film? So I'm a film student. I was a film student, obviously, before I started working in TV. So this might sound a little bit wanky. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, One of my favourite films is Christoph Kieslowski's Three Colours Blue. Okay. So I, just, I like French right. film. I yeah. like, you know, being a camera person and director of photography. You know, I find that the French do visuals beautifully, really understated, classy. Uh, and uh, yeah, so it's a gorgeous film, if not a bit feminine. Yeah. Um, and my other probably true romance are going back again, you know, that Tarantino script. Yeah. 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 Punchy, interesting. But a bit soppy. Yeah, I'm looking at three colours blue on my phone. I love that the French just like swapped E and U over, and that is their blue. Bleh. <laughs> yeah. Blue. So I've got it here. Yeah, 1994. So I was five years old when this film came oh, out. Oh, thanks. thanks and, uh, for that. That's all right. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> one one hour and 39 minutes of three colours blue. I'll have to. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to give that a go. It's got 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, yeah, good yeah. good taste. Well done. It's Very good. It's a trilogy as well. You get three colours, blue, white and red. Which oh, is okay. Flag, the tricolour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Nice. If you okay. like it, you can go further. Yeah, yeah. That's, all, that's awesome. Um, I've got some quick fire questions. These are just throw away, just say what you see sort of questions. So you'll probably know what a Kinder Egg is because you've got children. Mm-hmm. So do you see a Kinder Egg as delicious chocolates or just some crap chocolate with a toy inside of it and you only buy it for the toy? Crap chocolate, crap toy. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> the toys are bad. Now, so. <laughs> and they're like 40 quid at the moment. <laughs> I don't like white chocolate. They, they ruin okay. reasonable chocolate with a white layer. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, to me, it's on on par with those crappy magazines with plastic toys on the front mm. that your children, you know, mm. beg you for when you go to the shop, but actually last two minutes and are yeah, just yeah. landfill. So they're strange because the first issue is always like fifty p or ninety nine p, and then the next sixty seven issues are like six quid. Yeah, totally. so they try and like reel you in on the first issue, and then before you know it, you've spent three hundred quid on this like perfectly shaped, like scaled skeleton 
and you have to buy each organ. I think I had one ages ago called How My Body Works. And my nan decided she was going to buy all of them. You know, it's just meant a waste of money. But I got to them. Kid, got to them what a kidney was. So it's not all, you know, completely irrelevant, no, no, I suppose. It's quite educational. You know, but yeah. Really, I'm, I'm talking Paw Patrol. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, and the Teletubbies, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know. That's it, yeah. Baby Bell or Cheese String? Definitely Baby Bell, 100%. Baby Bell's got a lovely, sophisticated user experience attached to it. That's true. You, you like your wax as well, don't you, with your, your bottle? Wax. So. Now I appreciate it. Well even more now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you go camping for a week, would you prefer to stay in a tent or in a static caravan? <laughs> <laughs> That's very specific. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, as a kid, I did a lot of camping. Uh, I loved camping. Uh my parents had a caravan, they used to drag us into the forest every weekend in the caravan and then kick us out for a couple of hours on a Saturday morning for adult time. Yes. Yeah. We used to go and play. And, uh, and then, as I mentioned, you know, then I got into camper vans in quite a big way. I was almost going to start up a camper van company, actually, at one point. Um, so I had a couple of um, camper vans. Uh, and I know this isn't in your choice, but right. I would go camper van yeah. any day of the week. Fair enough. Secret answer number C, I call that. I like that. Um, <laughs> living in a city or living in the countryside? Again, I don't really... Well, I do care. Uh, I love Bournemouth. And yeah. I think it's just about right as far as I'm concerned, the Bournemouth yeah. Ball area. You know, we're surrounded by lovely countryside. We've got the Purbex, mm. we've got the New Forest, but equally... I, I like the opportunity to go into town and have a bit of a buzz when I want to. So yeah, for me, it's not countryside or city, it's coastal mm. and a bit of both. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Fair enough. Um, two more. Chocolate or sweets? Definitely chocolate, 100%. Bath or shower? Bath. Bath. Nice. <laughs> There we go. Thank you very much. I've um, got minor inconveniences now, which is if you feel the need to have a bit of a vent or a bit of a rant about something that's been annoying you, then far away. I can start if you want, if you need a bit of inspiration. Okay. So when people say the expression, I'm not being funny, right? They're very, very rarely being funny. It's no. usually followed by a very sharp insult and a very... Uh, aggressive jab so um just that expression you know you can kind of expect you, you know what to expect when you hear the words i'm not being funny right but yeah there we go <laughs> usually comes after a few pints yeah yeah and they're a little bit out of hand yeah the ramblings yeah. of ben garber yeah have you got any uh i suppose one of the things that always used to bug me because i did a lot of travel with work as you know in tv um you know, I had two passports at one point, very Bond, so on and off of flights all the time. And what yeah. annoyed me was everyone always like pushed and shoved and scrambled to get onto mm. the plane. Yeah. And then the moment that they got to where they're going, they're pushing and scrambling to get off the plane. You know, I didn't mm. quite understand why they were in such a hurry to get on and then they were in such a hurry to leave. Yeah. Where, the same place that they were in a hurry to get to. Mm. 
Yeah, I get that. Maybe they were finding a seat, but generally you've got a seat mm. allocated and everything else. So it's just like everybody just automatically goes into yeah. panic mode about their position in the queue. Yeah, you know? yeah. I like. I, I got to the point where I was kind of like, I'd be as late as possible onto the plane. Yeah, yeah. No, I get why that. Do you wanna, why do you want to get onto the plane and just sit there like yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For an hour waiting yeah. for it to taxi off. Why not just get on there just in the nick of time? Mm. And then... Let everyone just bun fight their way off the plane and just sit there and chill out for 10 yeah. minutes and then just wander off. Yeah, yeah. There's only so much of that laminated sh- safety sheet that I can read personally. Yeah. yeah just sat on, the, sat on the plane for an hour for no reason, like you say. I think we're all right now. I think we've got devices. Yeah. Yeah, I always forget my headphones. I don't know what it is on planes. I just end up sitting there whilst the plane's in the air, obviously. There's not a lot you can do. Um, but I refuse to pay, you know, £4 for a can of Coke, which is that big. And, uh, yeah, I end up just self-reflecting. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, yeah. I, I tend to cry quite a lot on planes. Okay. It doesn't, matter what, it doesn't matter what film I'm watching, and I'm not a crier. Yeah, my yeah. Partner, my partner will tell you that, you know, she can't, she finds it very difficult to get any emotion out of me. Most yeah, of the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't but, but on a plane, you yeah. know, you could be watching absolute crap and you'll start having tears coming into your eyes. I think yeah. maybe because you're paying it more attention and it's just you and it. Yeah, yeah. Just there. And it doesn't matter what it is, actually, it can be really intense. Maybe they should start doing movie premieres at 40,000 feet. Yeah. Be more yeah. intense and more emotional. Yeah. There and then go. you could kind of Oscar nominate on the way out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you don't win, yeah. you've got a parachute and you've got to jump out. Yeah. I think we're onto something there. I'll message you after this. Not, <laughs> as long as it's not planes. Yeah, yeah, of course. Snakes on planes, that's it, isn't it? Snakes on planes. Snakes on planes, that's it. <laughs> Brilliant. Have I got anything else for you? Um, there was a question that I was going to ask a second ago, but it's completely escaped me. Um, how many people work for Shanty Spirit at the moment? Well, it's really just me. Uh, I'm I'm kind of doing everything uh, that I can at the moment. But then for events last year, we pulled in loads of people. Hmm. So I've also got a very good friend, CJ, who lives in Weymouth, actually. Uh, yeah. Who's, uh, I don't know if you know CJ. Um, oh. His parents or, or his uh, in-laws used to own Malham's restaurant in Weymouth. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've recently sold that. So he comes from a long line of restaurateurs. He's been a bar manager in Bournemouth and runs some really big venues like 1812, Larder House, that kind of thing. So he knows this stuff. He's been involved in the, in the spirits industry for a long time. He's helped out a lot on the whole journey from tasting the initial kind of distillations and samples that we we're doing and talking about what we were going to do with it and how we we're going to move it forwards. Uh, and he, yeah, he's been, uh, you know, a great right-hand man through the process yeah um so he's he's involved a lot but he does have a day job mm-hmm. uh despite working at most of the events we ran last year yeah, yeah. as well at the weekends um and then i've got a raft of other people that that kind of help out too yeah um 
with all sorts of things, you know, whether it's constructing my mate Barry, who who's good at all that sort of stuff, you know, he, uh, he, he builds the signs and does all of that kind of stuff as well. So, um, yeah, you know, it, it's very ad hoc at the moment. And this year I want to move more into kind of pulling a team together that's there for the duration that kind of will grow with the, with the brands and kind of be really into it and, yep. uh, and move with us. Fantastic. There we go. Watch your space. So a bit of self-promo and then we'll wrap up. Um, where do people go if they want to buy a bottle off you website-wise? Uh, so www.shantyspirit.com is available to buy online there. Uh, we are in local retailers. We're talking to Waitrose at the moment. There we go. Uh, so we've got various outlets. If you want to buy a bottle, uh, we're going to list stockists on our website soon. We're going to have a, a website yep. uh, refurb and we'll have a stockist list on there. If yep. not, you just want to drink it or try it and, you know, local bars, uh, if they don't have it, ask them to get in touch. Yeah. Like I say, I've seen it in shops. So um, I know it's out there in the wild. Um, so, yeah, awesome. Well, have you got anything you want to ask me? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, how are you? How are you, how are you doing? Are you happy in your current job? Or are you still looking for uh, more exciting work? Happy in my current job at the moment. I'm saving so much fuel; it's actually insane. Um, and at the moment, you know, with this whole Russia Ukraine and looking for an excuse to hike the prices of fuel, I'm uh, I'm fairly fairly happy. But um, we'll see see what the future holds. I never like to say that I'm 100% all in. Um, I'm conscious that people that work might listen to this as well. <laughs> so we'll go offline for that. But yeah, I'm pretty happy overall. Um, got me and my girlfriend at the house and. I get to see my son at weekends and I dedicate Monday evenings to doing this. And obviously it takes quite a lot of time. How old's your boy? Casper's eight and he's mm. loving life. We went to Comic-Con yesterday and he was absolutely overwhelmed. It's only five minutes away from our house. So just had a great time really. And uh, fun, yeah. keep him entertained. We go jogging together as well at the moment, which is quite nice. We all need... about that, isn't it? It's keeping the ball in the air with the kids, isn't it? That's you don't it. want a tantrum, you kind of just got to keep, <laughs> keep that mood up. You got it. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, it's all good. So just to wrap up, we've got a silly question again. So you being by Paul Key, I think this might actually be something that happens to you quite a lot. You're at Tesco's or any other supermarket, maybe Waitrose, if they're planning to stock your bottle, they, they might be your number one. Um, you need a lunch. So what is your go-to meal deal if you're in a bit of a... I am a meal deal fan, I've got to say, you know. And they've recently put them up to £3.50 instead mm. of £3 if you don't remember your club card. So yeah, 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 yeah. Really got to, you've really got to get on, on board with the club card. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I love them. I have them all the time. And uh, probably, because I do try and get the most expensive things I can, yeah <laughs> otherwise i feel i've cheated yeah 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 that's what it's so, about yeah definitely so club sandwich yeah most expensive sandwich you can find and and it's kind of all going on all bells and whistles triple deck yeah uh a rainbow smoothie okay yeah uh them alone those alone are kind of nearly three quid yep okay. and then 
it's a bit gluttonous, but a duo Snickers. Oh, okay. No crisps. I am I am trying to wean my if, if it's crisps, then it's gonna be beef hula hoops. Okay. But I am I'm trying to wean myself off the Snickers and mm. move to a more kind of like mm. healthy, like OT bar snack type thing, you know, instead. Yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. Fair enough. I can't but, you know, imagine. Mix and match, move around. Can't always have a yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes I go for a duck wrap. Sometimes I go plant based. Yeah. Um, don't really like going for the kind of tuna pasta sweet mm. corn combo. A bit too greasy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I know what I like there. And as far as the meal deals concerned, there we go. And that knows his stuff about vodka and meal deals. It's all about getting your money's worth, people. So if you haven't mm-hmm. got a club card, not sponsored, get a club card there we go right well it's been an absolute joy talking to you Hugh I'm gonna let you crack on because you've probably got quite a lot going on and I imagine that being a one-man band sort of you have quite a lot of late nights and early mornings so uh yeah it's feeling that way (laughs) wearing all of the hats in all Mm -hmm. of the places so yeah well thanks for coming on and if anyone If anyone wants any vodka, www.shantyspirit.com. And uh, we might be able to sort you out a little bit later on down the line and, um, yeah, get you some discount. So, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, as always, feel free to follow this on Spotify or listen to it on YouTube or watch it on YouTube and subscribe. I'm nearly at 50 subscribers now, so uh, we are slowly getting there. But, yeah, Spotify seems to be the place to be. Is it? Thank you very much. Sorry, kind of you. Awesome. I'll speak to you in a sec, but I'll just stop the recording. Cheers, everyone, for listening. Take care. Bye. Bye. Hello. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Just got an ad read from a new sponsor called Set Surf. So, Set Surf is a small British company passionate about mineral sunscreen and natural skin protection. Our range of sunscreens and creams are designed to protect your skin naturally without harsh chemicals which harm coral reefs and aquatic life. So if anyone knows me in real life, they'll know that I'm from a seaside town and one of the most important things when you go to the beach and probably anywhere in the world really, to be fair, is sun cream. And we all know how much of an absolute disaster it can be when you go to the beach without sun cream. So I want to make sure that people are using the right sun cream and not the rubbish, cheap alternatives from many, many supermarkets. (laughs) I won't call any out. Um, But yeah, this is how Set Surf is different from all that cheap, nasty stuff that will just about get the job done. So it's 100% mineral. We don't use any harsh or weird chemicals to reach SPF 50. They just use zinc oxide and titanium dioxide, which makes them perfect for sensitive skin and all of your kids. It's reef safe because we use no chemicals which harm coral reefs and aquatic life at all. Our sunscreens are genuinely reef safe. They're also non-nano. We use non-nano sized particles which don't sink into the deeper layers of your skin like you get with some chemical sunscreens. It rubs in virtually clear, so set sunscreen rubs in very well without leaving any chalky marks or residue on your skin, and they are also very, very water resistant. Lastly, they are packed with good stuff. They contain Kalahari melon oil, 
argan oil and aloe vera to nourish and moisturize your skin. If you shop the range at www.setsurf.com, use the code BEDLAM20 to get 20% off any of the products on their website. So that's www.setsurf.com and use the code BEDLAM20 to get 20% off of anything on their website. Right, another ad read coming right up. See you later. Hello, bonus segment for the next episode. I've got my son Casper. I know your people out there like these little recordings that we do. So Casper has a question and he's going to answer it and then I'm going to answer it. What is your favourite singer, your two favourite albums and your three favourite songs? Ever. Ever. Okay. And you're going to go first, yeah? My favourite singer is Taylor Swift. My two favourite albums are Youngblood, Weird and Evolve. Imagine Dragons. Imagine Dragons. Yeah. Um, my three favourite songs, Zombie T-Rex. Who's that by? It's our boy MC Lars, isn't it? Yeah. We like him. Wolf in Sheep... What? Who made that song? Wolf in Sheep's Clothing. I just really like it. I don't know who made it. Oh, I want to say Sleeping With Sirens. Okay, so let's, let's, let's say Sleeping With si- Sirens. And the last one was... What was the last one? The Duck Song. The Duck Song. Yeah. By The Duck on YouTube. Yeah, we... <laughs> the duck walked up to the man. Hey, bump, bump, bump. One, and you toss me. Hey, hey, get off my property. That's what he said. My favourite singer is Devin Townsend. I'm tied closely with Dave McPherson from In Me, but Devin just cinches it for me. Two favourite albums Ocean Machine by Devin Townsend and Overgrown Eden by In Me. My three favourite songs ever are Funeral, Devon Townsend Project, Firefly, In Me, and Bo Yo by Bo Burnham. I'm Bo Yo. I'm the greatest rapper ever, and I weather you, weather, whether you think I'm clever or not. Think you're clever, you're not. Need a sweater, I'm hot. Anyway, yeah, is there any more questions? Anything that's bothering you? You've got a really big beard. I've got a really big beard. That's bothering me. Is it? Should I shave it off? Yes. Okay. No, it looks weird. We've just been out for a jog, haven't we? Mm. Feeling good? I'm feeling good. Feeling ready to tackle the day? I'm feeling ready to tackle that possum. (laughs) What, the rat? Yeah. Yeah. Right, say goodbye then. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. See ya. Hello, guys. Got a new ad read for you from a company called Optimus U. Um, So they are a fitness and sportswear company. Um, They are an excellent example of how fitness and sportswear should be achieved. They are going towards the fully sustainable route, which I am well behind 
planting a tree and all that sort of stuff for every purchase. So I've got this to read out. I've got Optimus U. We are much more than just a sportswear brand. We are a community full of fighters for 100% of the people, absolutely zero discrimination, and only using the very, very best quality in organic, sustainable materials made ethically here in Europe. Whether you're taking your dog for a walk or hitting that new personal best in the gym, let us help you along your journey and letting you become the most optimist version of yourself. Recently got these on board because I think that Luke from Optimus U is a fantastic example of a leader and lockdown has helped him create and develop this amazing brand. Um, and they are incredibly involved, they're incredibly inclusive, like I say, and I cannot recommend them enough. So give them a go at optimusu.co.uk. If you use my code, which is bedlam10, bedlam10, you'll get 10% off your order. And I, I just, I think they're fantastic. Um, they haven't put a foot wrong. Truly, absolutely awesome company um i've recently been given a shirt and hoodie from them and i will be ordering some more stuff from them very very soon so shout out to optimus U. uh right back to the episode cheers guys bye made sure wax melts what can i say about this company that hasn't already been said okay so when you first walk into a house one of the first things that you'll notice subconsciously is the smell of the house. So I've walked into houses in the past that have smelled of dog, they smell of damp, they smell of horrible things that I would rather forget about. And it actually makes me not want to go to people's houses because I know that that's what I'm going to experience when I walk through the door. Made Sure is on a mission to change that and make everyone's house smell as fresh and as natural and as lovely as physically possible. So some of the scents that they make are Jamaican Me Crazy, Pink Flamingo, Gingerbread. There's all sorts going on. Every scent for every person on the planet. Jack Frost. We've still got a lot of that from Christmas. Um, lots of deals coming up on the website. Uh, when it's Hannah's birthday, for example, she does a percentage off. But I am hooking you up directly with code BEDLAM20, which will give you 20% off of your total order at MadeShore's website, which is madeshore.bigcartel.com. That's MadeShore, as in M-A-D-E-S-H-O-R-E, dot bigcartel.com. All one word, Big Cartel. Uh, we can take custom requests as well. So recently I did some hampers for one of my friends at work for Valentine's Day. I did that with Hannah. We went on a bit of a scavenger hunt around Weymouth. And um, it was a good good laugh, really. Good good punt, really. Um, so yeah, DM made sure on Instagram or leave a uh, contact form and uh, we'll get to you. And we will try to fulfill your quest to fulfill your request as best as possible so yeah www.madesure.bigcartel.com for the freshest scents in dorset and you know what i'm going to throw this in there as well you know it makes sense
back to the episode.